you know, your website is kind of an APK, but it's not condensed. They have to click around. They have to find the information that they need. So the reason that I love a, an EPK is it's just a one-stop shop for whoever needs it. You need to think like the person that's coming to see it. You know, when they're coming to see your website, they, they need a quick fix of what you are all about. When you approach your EPK, once you create it, you need to approach it from the standpoint of somebody that doesn't know anything about you. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I want to welcome you to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And today I'm talking about electronic press kits and all the things that you need to include, how you can include them, what it needs to look like, how it needs to represent you, the mindset that you need to use when you're creating your press kit. And my favorite way to create electronic press kits is using a Bandzoogle website. They are websites made for musicians by musicians. So all the options that they have are with musicians in mind. So um, just this week, I am actually doing a workshop with Bandzoogle. But in case you missed it, I just want to recommend you go over to Bandzoogle and check out what they have to offer. And if you're interested in trying them out, I've got a really great promo code for you to get 30 days free to try them out. And then if you like them, you can use promo code WOS15 and that will get you 15% off if you decide to stay with Bandzoogle. So make sure that when you sign up for your trial, you use WOS15 as your promo code and that will get you that discount when you're ready to sign up with them. And all this information I talk about on this podcast, you can create with Bandzoogle inside of their templates for electronic press kits. So I'm going to jump right into my discussion on Indie Interactive this week about how to create a winning electronic press kit for musicians. So who is it for? So let's talk about who our electronic press kit is for. First of all, it's for venues. It's for any um, people that you're trying to book with, whether it's local venues, um, you're trying to book a tour, festivals, you know, small to large venues, it's just a really convenient place for them to go and get the whole gist about you because you're not going to want to put all that stuff in an email. It gets too overwhelming if you put that information in an email. People are just going to say, you know, send me to somewhere I could get all the info that I need. So that is one thing an EPK is for. A second thing that an EPK is for is... Um, is for press. So if you guys are looking to get some press, whether it's a review, whether it's, um, you know, getting a story written about you, whether you're wanting to get an event promoted in press, it's really, really helpful to have an EPK because press people are super busy and they don't have time to be chasing you down for pictures and 
quotes and things like that that they need or you know your bio pieces of information about the story that they're trying to write so um if you have that all in an epk you can just send them there it makes it so easy for them and if you make their life easy they're going to be much more likely to write about you okay thirdly they are for radio stations so um um people like me okay so when i do the podcast I like to say a little something about each artist, but I am not going to go through the trouble of emailing every artist and asking them to get their bio and all that stuff. I want to be able to just grab that right, you know, where I can find it, where I know that their website is. I can just pull that up really easily on Google and there's, you know, going to be a tab there that says EPK. And I can just grab all the info I need. I can check out, you know, stuff I want to say about them in their bio. I can, um, you know, for some reason they're advertising with us and I don't have their picture. I can grab that. So all of that stuff would be available to me as somebody that is curating for radio or podcast or a blog or anybody like that. So they don't have to chase people down because if they're on a tight schedule, like I often am, I don't have time to chase that stuff down and I have somebody else doing my research. So if it is in a place where it's easily found, then I'm going to be much more likely to say something about the artist. Okay, so I'm still asking the question of you guys because I'm looking um, to see if you guys have an EPK. I'd love to know from you if you have one right now. Let's see. I also have a website, but no EPK. So, you know, your website it is kind of an EPK, but it's not condensed. They have to click around. They have to find the information that they need. So the reason that I love a, an EPK is it's just a one-stop shop for whoever needs it. So Victoria also says she has an EP, she has a website, but she needs an EPK. So really helpful. That lets me know where you guys are at. And I will definitely ask Allison about the EPK feature on, um, on Banzoogle for our Wednesday workshop because she can show you, you know, the different kinds of templates that they have. All right, so let's go into the mindset of the people that are visiting your EPK. And this is really important because you need to think like the person that's coming to see it, not like you, yourself. So, you know, when they're coming to see your website, they, they need a quick fix of what you are all about. And so when you approach your EPK, once you create it, you need to approach it from the standpoint of somebody that doesn't know anything about you. When they first see your EPK, is it going to be clear what you're about, what your branding is about? You know, do you have certain kinds of colors and fonts that you use? Do you have certain kinds of pictures that, you know, have a, just portray a certain kind of feeling about the kind of artist that you are? If so, then you're getting your branding across. Also, you're going to want to um, put newsworthy items in there. And this is, goes back to what I was saying about my podcast. I want the person that's researching for me to be able to go to one page, grab some really interesting tidbits about the person that I might want to say on the podcast and be done quick, quick, quick. Right. So make sure if you've got any awards, if you've done any notable, notable performances, that you have that information there. Um, if you've performed with anyone famous, I mean, you know, th these type of things don't make or break your career, but 
it's helpful to anchor people. If you were on, you know, in some kind of really, you know, well-known competition, it just helps to kind of give people an idea of what you've done and, you know, that other people have recognized you. And that comes to the third thing, which is social proof. You want to make sure that it's showing that, you know, other people value what you're doing, that, you know, this person that's visiting your EPK is not the only one that's looking into you as an artist, not the only one that's considered booking, considering booking you. You know, you can show that, oh, I've been at these events. I've been in these festivals. I've performed at these locations. Um, you know, other people have said things about me, you know, fans or press have said these really cool things about me. It just helps provide social proof. So the person that's looking at the EPK is like, oh, you know, there's really something going on with this artist. Lots of people like what they're doing. So that is where you need to think about the social proof of what you're providing on your EPK. The big question um, what do we need to put on this EPK, right? What kind of, of content do we need to have on an EPK to be representing us as well? And before I get into that, important thing is I highly recommend that you have your EPK as one of the links at the top or on the side of your navigation for your website. Number one, it's on its own page. But and you can link directly to that. But if someone just comes to your website, make sure that they see, oh, EPK, if I click that, I know I'm going to get all the information that I need. So make sure that you you go you do that. Now, the first thing that you need for a good EPK is a good bio. So I recommend um, to my students that you have a short bio and a long bio. And this is because people often need a short bio either because they're in a hurry and they just want to get a gist or because they need something to introduce you with. I know I use this for my podcast when I'm interviewing artists. I ask them for a three-sentence bio. Um, I use this myself when I'm going on other podcasts. I use this when I'm being introduced at a performance. And so you definitely need to have that short bio and then a longer bio if they want to dive into more of Okay, I want to know more details about this person. Okay, so Shanna says, I don't have an EPK. Um, I have to learn more. Awesome. Well, that's what we're here for. So great to see you here, Shanna. Um, okay, so the bio. And again, like about the bio, make sure that it's not, I started playing piano when I was three. I've been singing since I could talk. You know, all those details that everybody else has, I recommend you go and look around at other people's bios because I'm gonna tell you, I've read a million, Beth has read a million, and there are just these cliche phrases that people use and I don't want you guys to get caught up in that. You know, you wanna say something that's unique about you off the bat so people will remember you. Okay, so um, let's see, album art, really important to have album art in there because if they want to highlight you they want to go grab your album art and put it on you know an article they're doing or maybe it's a radio station and they need to have you know your album art showing when your song is playing just make it really easy for them to grab it and while we're talking about pictures which i'm going to get into in a minute i want to mention that you should have several different sizes of them so maybe someone just needs a tiny one. Maybe someone needs a really high definition one. You need to have all those available 
so they can grab what it is they need. If they're putting you in a newspaper, they're going to need a high definition picture. If they're putting you on a website and they don't want to use up a lot of their um, storage space, then they're going to want a medium size picture. They're not going to want one that's like four megabytes large. Another thing you can do is put the large files um, behind a password protected section and offer that to people that you know are going to need those high quality files, which I'll talk about in a minute. But just make sure that you have different versions available. And now that we're talking about pictures, when you think about your pictures, make sure that you've got different sizes. You know, you've got some that are landscapes, some that are portrait, um, you know, some that are big, some that are small. Maybe you have one that's black and white. Have ones that will work well for the different mediums that they're going to be used in. So as far as pictures, like I don't want you to just put every single picture that you have up there. That is just going to be confusing. The point of an EPK is to offer a good sampling of the best of what you have. So put a few of your really good pictures. If you've got a band, I would put a picture of each member or put a picture of you guys together. Um, but, you know, if you're focusing on a particular lead singer or something that have a separate picture of them, but make sure that you don't just put every picture in the book, you know, put a few of your really good ones, ones that you would want to be published somewhere. If you have a couple of candidates, that's cool. If you like them, you can use those as two that they might want to use those in an article or something, but do not put too many, you know, five or six pictures is going to be plenty. And then, like I said, you can put some behind a password protected wall or, you know, in a Dropbox where people can go get the really high res if they need those things. Okay, so let's talk about videos. Definitely should have a couple videos on there. If you've got an actual music video, then definitely put that on there. Um, if you've got a good performance video, put that on there as well and make sure you label those things. Make sure that you know they know, okay, this is a performance video, this is a music video, and then maybe you have a promo video. Maybe you've done a cool like marketing style video for your album where you talk about the songs and how you created them and all that. I highly recommend that you put that on there as well. Um, and speaking of files, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about photos. And, you know, people may download your videos. I'm not sure. But make sure that you name your files things that people can understand. Don't name them, you know, IMG123765. You know, they're going to put that in their, their files and then they're not going to be able to find it. Make sure that your file names, when you upload them to your EPK, are names that they understand. You know, your band name dash, uh, you know, acoustic live performance or, you know, whatever it is, or headshot, you know, make sure that they can understand what they are once they've downloaded them, you know, because sometimes they're in a hurry and they haven't downloaded them to a specific file with your name on it or anything. So make sure that those make a, a lot of sense to people later on. So as I said, a few different kinds of videos if you have those. And then let's talk about audio. So with audio, you want to have a few really good samples of your work. You know, if you've got a few albums, you can do, you know, one or two songs from each album. Um, just make sure that you don't, you don't give them the whole gamut of it because it's too much. 
they're going to be overwhelmed by it. And you can even add like a little player on that page that just has like three or four songs. And so they can click it and kind of listen to it while they're browsing through the rest of your EPK. But make sure that you don't offer way too many songs and make it overwhelming. Offer your absolute best and don't put samples. I definitely recommend you put full length songs there. Now, you do not need to offer downloads on your EPK. That's where you can offer to send them to a separate thing like a Dropbox that has the same, you know, um, all the high res photos and bigger items in there where you can put your WAV files or your MP3 files if they're for radio. But on your EPK page, definitely offer streaming some of your best songs and the entire song. So they can really get a good idea of it's if it's something they'd want to play on their station or if it's, you know, something that would fit well for their audience if it's a venue. So um, when you do put things into a Dropbox and offer them to to people and you can send them a direct link to that um, when you're emailing the people. Make sure that all of your audio files have the uh, metadata embedded so you know, when it comes up, when they download it and they play it, it comes up and it has your information in there. They know exactly who it's from, what album, what song title, all that stuff needs to be embedded as metadata into your your song titles. And you can do that with things like iTunes. You can do that with um, MP3 tag. You know, different kinds of programs will embed metadata for you. You can just look that up on Google to make sure that you know how to do that. I even did a, a podcast way back when, about two years ago about doing metadata. So um, you can look that up as well at femmusician.com. Um, but yeah, just make sure that you have all that included on your data when you offer that to people with the full files. And I recommend you do WAV files and MP3. You know, someone like me, I want MP3 files, but if they have a program where they just need WAV files, then they're going to need to have those as well. And those are going to be things you're going to want to have in a Dropbox somewhere. Um, okay, so let's see what is next. Okay, press. So if you have a press release, you want to put your press release up on this EPK page. Because if they're going to write an article on you, it's just really easy if they go and use all the information inside that press release to write the article, then they won't need to follow up with you and ask more questions if those questions are kind of already answered in your press release. So you don't have to have a press release. And I'm not the biggest fan of like sending out tons of press releases, but if you're gonna write one, definitely put it on your EPK. Um, also, I would definitely put um, press and fan quotes on your EPK. This was really important for me, I would put press and fan quotes um, and booking quotes on all of my flyers, on my EPK, you know, all over my website, because people just need to, to know, they need to see that social proof. And it just helps them say like, oh, okay, this person's legit, you know, so make sure that you've got some really good quotes on there. They don't have to be long. They can be super, you know, short just be sure and credit so they know who it's from, especially if it's from a certain venue or if it's from a certain press. Fan quotes are really cool too because it shows that you actually have people that are listening and enjoying your music. So I definitely recommend you put fan quotes up there. Okay, sound-alikes. Now some people have a problem with putting sound-alikes, but I think it's really important because 
you know, they need to know what to expect from you. If you say like, you know, if you like this band, you'll like us, then it really helps them know what kind of style you are. Um, you don't have to get too clever with it. Just list a few that you've really been influenced by or that you sound like. And if you don't know who you sound like, then I recommend that you ask some of your fans to give you some sound alikes. That can be a really good way to get that information if you just can't come up with it yourself. Then also you need to put who you play, you know, who you've played for or where you've played and, you know, list the venues that are, you don't have to list every single one, list the most notable ones, list the most um, notable, maybe you've opened for certain other acts, um, the, you know, stations you've been played on, press that you've been featured in, list those because that is going to be really good for social proof as well. Okay, and be sure, you guys, if you have any questions about the things that I'm saying in here, put them in the chat, and I'll go through that in a minute because I'm almost done going through this. I just want to cover a couple more things. So um, also, you definitely want to put a contact form. Your contact form at the bottom or even at the top, make sure that once they say, yep, this artist is for me, that they can contact you. Um, it's up to you if you want to put an actual email address on there. Um, sometimes that can attract spammers, so maybe you can write it out with spaces so it's not easy to grab that email address, or you can just put a contact form. I know that's what Bandzoogle recommends. Okay, so on to downloads. There are some helpful downloads that you can offer on your EPK page that are really going to make life easier for all of the people that you're working with. So number one is a one sheet. A one sheet is basically a single sheet that has the most relevant information. And in a way, it's kind of like a flyer that I've mentioned before, um, but it's more for press. So, you know, it has a picture, it has, um, you know, a, a, the short bio, it has some quotes on it. And um, depending on what it's for, maybe if it's for a radio interview, you can put some talking points on there. Um, you can mention a few highlights, um, newsworthy highlights from your career on there as well. But it's all located in one place, including your contact info, your website, um, all of that. And that can be a really helpful download to offer as a PDF. So people can just go and grab that PDF right away off your EPK and have that in front of them when, you know, maybe they're interviewing you. And they have all of that information at their fingertips and they don't have to, to go and, you know, go back and look at your website or anything anymore because it's all right there. Um, another thing that is nice to have as a download, but you don't have to, is any album notes. So if you have, you know, a, all the lyrics from your album or uh, all the credits or anything that you, you would want people to know about your album, you can have that as a download, uh, a PDF download. And if you've created that for your album, it's really easy to just to turn that into a PDF and have that available as a download. And then, as I said, creating that, um, that Dropbox or box.net where you have all of the larger files that you can give people a link to to access to if they need them, including high-res photos and um, bigger audio files and stuff like that. Okay, so my last tip to you is make sure this thing is updated. I can't tell you how many times I have looked at someone's EPK 
and it says like new album just released January 2014, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, so every piece of information on here is old. I don't see the point of me even going into this information or, you know, even using this information because it's all totally old. So make sure that you update every three months. And that's another reason to use some uh, website provider like Banzoogle because they can, you know, you have access to upload, update that stuff anytime you want. You don't have to wait for a web designer. Can't tell you how many people that I've talked to who are like, I really want to update my website, but I need my need my web guy to do it. And he's backed up and he's got too many other projects. So make sure that you've got a solution, you know, whether it's Banzoogle or something else, you know, you can use something like Squarespace or WordPress that you can easily update yourself instead of having to ask every time you want to make minimal changes. And, you know, set up something in your calendar to do a review of your EPK and all your bios every three months. Because I know you guys put your info other places. You may have it on Reverb Nation or, you know, Sonic Bids or Broad Jam or Music X-Ray, other places. And if you don't remember to update every single place, then, you know, you're going to have different differing information all over the Internet. And I know it can be kind of a pain. So, you know, one thing you can do is just put on all those other places, see my EPK and put a link to your EPK. Social proof under a tab labeled testimonials. Yes, you you can keep that there. I think you should have its own tab, but it's nice to put a few of those quotes onto your EPK as well. But it's very good to have a testimonials tab, I think. Best way to send EPK to folks as a link in an email. Absolutely. That's the great part about EPKs. You just send out a link and you don't have to send them anything. And then if it's somebody that you know is going to need those high res photos, like a like a, you know, a press agent or a radio station that's going to need the full on audio, then you can just send them a link to your box.net or um, Dropbox file and they can just go grab that. So links and emails is the best way to go. Don't send big pictures and audios in an email unless someone asked you for it. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.